Ta'anit Dafiyot, the last thing we were discussing was a machloka between Rabbi Le'ezer and Rabbi Yoshua. Where does the rain come from? Rabbi Le'ezer holds, it comes from the, from the ocean, it goes to the clouds, and the clouds give us the water. Rabbi Yoshua, on the other hand, says Hashem has a pool of water up there in the sky, and the rain comes from there. We saw that Rabbi Yohanan holds like Rabbi Yoshua, and we saw that Rabbi Hanina holds like Rabbi Le'ezer. And with that, we are starting Yod Amud Aleph, first line in the middle of the line, which says Tanura Banan. Eretz Israel was created first, and the rest of the world after that. Then Vehutzot, then the other countries. Eretz Israel gives Eretz water by himself. Everyone else. There's uh, some sort of malach, zodiac, something else. And then v'sholeh, but the shaliyah, ma'im al pene chutzot. Eretz Yisrael shota mege shemim. Eretz Yisrael drinks rainwater. V'cholam kolo mitamsit from the leftovers. Shinemar hanoten matar al pene aretz. And then v'sholeh ma'im sounds like the the rest of the water. So they get the leftovers. Eretz Yisrael shota tehilad. Eretz Yisrael drinks first. And then someone who's making cheese, he eats the, the real food and he leaves over the leftovers. Now Amar Morabilaiza told Rabbi Yoshua that the seawater mimatkin hen be'abin. They become sweet in the clouds. How does he know that? The Amara beats Hagwa Yosef, Amara Buchanan Ketiv says, But they leave about the clouds. Heshat Maim Abesh Hakim. Uchtiv, Hashrat Maim Abesh Hakim. Shekol Kaf Ushde Aresh. Take out the Kaf in the word Hashrat and put in the Resh with the word Hashrat. Ukrebe Hashrat. Hachsharat sounds like becomes a sweeten, like hachsharat, like become kosher, it means sweetens. Rabbi Yeshua, what does he do with these two psukim? Savada, he explains it, ki hadech yatar avdimi amar, maybe ma'arafa, we say in Israel, nahur anane, when the clouds are thin, you could see light through them, ze'irin mohi, it has very little water. When they're dark, when the clouds are dark, sagyan mohi, that means there's a lot of water. So hashrat, a little bit of water, hashchat, hoshech is more water. So who's the following Baita like? It says, The upper waters are hanging by a word. And their sweat is rainwater. But the, the main water is always there. From the fruit of your actions, the the land gets satiated. Come on, who's that like? He holds that uh, the, from the upper waters, the entire world gets rain. What does he do with that? That pasuk is going on Hashem's actions, which is uh, the sea water. And I'm out of Yeshua ben Levi. The entire world drinks from the leftovers of Gan And from the Gan, it goes to the rest of the world. From the leftovers of a land the size of a bit, a Tarkav drinks, they get the leftovers. So it's really the, the ratio is 1 to, one, uh, to, one to 60. 
So same idea. The world is one to sixty ratio of Gan Eden. Tan Rabanan Eretz Mitzrayim have Arba Meot Pasal Arba Meot Pasal Eretz Mitzrayim is four hundred by four hundred Pasal Vehu Echad Mishim BeKush, which is one sixtieth of Kush. BeKush Echad Mishim BeOlam Kush is one sixtieth of the world. BeOlam Echad Mishim BeGan, and the world is one sixtieth of Gan. VeGan Echad Mishim LeAiden, one sixtieth of Aiden. VeAiden Echad Mishim LeGehinam is one sixtieth of Gehinam. Nimtza Kol Alam Kulo. The entire world is like a kekisui kederal gehinom is like a pot cover for gehinom. That's how big gehinom is. Vish omrim gehinom and lashior. Some say gehinom has no shior. Vish omrim aiden and lashior. Some say aiden is not a shior. Amar v'shaya madichtiv shochenet almaim rabbi merabat otzarot. That which is living on lots of water has lots of treasures. Migaram lebabel shiu osrotei amelot bar. What caused babel to have? Storage houses full of grain. Because it's sitting on lots of water. Amarav, Atira Babel. Babel is rich. The Hatzda below Mitra. It cuts uh, grain. It cuts the crop without even rain because the, the land is very fertile. We have a tradition that Babel is a swampy, fertile area. There's always water over there. And it never dries up. That's where she explains it. Tosfot explains it a little bit differently. That it's better to live in a fertile area than a dry area. Next Mishnah: On the third of Heshvan, we already start to ask for rain. We say On the seventh of Heshvan, which is fifteen days after Sukkot finishes. So the last person leaving Eretz Yisrael could get to the Euphrates River. I mean, you get out of Eretz Yisrael before it starts raining. And the Gemara starts, Amar Abil Azar, Halachah Kiraban Gamliel. That we do, we start asking for rain, Barach Alenu, on the 7th of Heshvan. Tanya Hanya Omer, Ubagola, which is a lower place, and they don't need as much rain, Achishim Bitkufa, 60 days after the Tikufa of Tishri. And Amar Abuna Barhiyama Shemuel, Halachah Kahananya. Says, is that true? When should we ask uh, for rain? When they start bringing the wood in the, uh, before the rainy season to this person called uh, Tobot, who's a uh, hunter. So now you see Shmuel goes against himself. On one hand, you told me 60 days into Tkufa, and on the other hand, you're telling me that uh, it, when we bring in the wood. So Gemara says, Dilma Idivi Maybe they bought the same date. Maybe the, um, the sixty days after uh, Tikufa is when you bring in uh, the wood to the sky uh, to Obot Rishba. Ibayad lehu. The Gemara has a question: Yom Shishim ke lefnei Shishim or ke Shishim? Is day sixty like day fifty-nine or day sixty-one? Meaning, should we say Barich Alenu or Barich Enu? Tashema. There's a machloket. Rav Amar Yom Shishim ke Shishim. Shmuel Amar Yom Shishim Kelifne Shishim. Rav says after. Shmuel says before. Amar Nachman by Yitzchak Vesimanach. You should just know. You don't get mixed up. Ila eh. The ones on top. Baumaya want more water. Vitata eh. And those on the bottom. Lo Baumaya. They don't need as much water. Rav who lived in Eretz Yisrael, which was at a higher level than Babel, which is much higher uh, geographically. 
Therefore, they need more rain. Then they start asking for rain. Look at the day before. That's what he was that he holds. And Shmuel, who lives in Babel, they don't need as much. So he'll wait another day. It doesn't make a difference for him. So he'll say on day 60, say Barechenu. And uh, on day 61, start saying Barechadenu. And Amar Papa Hilcheta Yom Shishim Kela Hashishim. And Papa holds that day 60 is like the day after 61, like Rav. And you have to start saying Barechadenu on day 60. Now, just to point out a halacha slash historical moment, usually the fall, the autumn starts on September 20th, 21st, somewhere in that area. So two months after that, 60 days after that would be November 20th, 21st, somewhere in that area. So really November 20th or 21st is the time we should be saying Barich Alenu. The problem is the Gregorian calendar never had leap years. And over 1,500 years, they realized that they were totally off with the calculation of when the seasons start. And in the year 1582, they skipped 10, 11 days from October 4th to October 15th. So there was no October 5th, 6th, 7th, 8th, 9th, 10th, 11th, 12th, 13th, 14th that year. They just skipped 10 days. So they moved November 21st, ended up being something like December 4th or 5th. And that's why we start saying Barich Alenu ever since on December 4th or 5th. December 4th on a regular year, December 5th on a leap year. If anyone has a chance, look it up. It's very interesting. Next Mishnah. The 17th of Hashvan came and there's no rain. So private tzaddikim or private people they start fasting three taniyot however once a night time falls they're allowed to eat and drink they're allowed to work during that tani washing themselves putting oil all that's allowed so they're about three weeks into this and no rain Betin is gozer three fast days on the entire tzibur, and again and during these fast days, ochlin v'shotim shachashecha. Once nightfall comes, they're allowed to eat and drink. Mutarim b'melacha v'berchitza. They're allowed to work. They're allowed to bathe. Psicha oil b'nealata sandal le deshuz uptashmisha mita. And the Gemara starts off. Many yehidim. Who are these yehidim? Amar vuna rabbanan. The rabbis they start fasting privately. Amar vuna yehidim ta'in shalosh taniyot. Three fashion, Monday, Thursday, Monday. My Kamash Malan. So what's Ravuna coming to teach me? Tenina. We learned this in the, in the Mishnah already. In Gozrin Tanit Alatsibur Batahila Bahamishi, Shilola Fkiata Sharim. When Betin is Gozer Taniot on the Tsibur, don't do it on a Thursday because it will drive up the prices of food for Shabbat. People won't know that there was a fast day today. They'll just see a lot of people buying extra food. They won't know there was a fast day and people are buying extra food for the end of the fast. So they'll just drive up the prices. They'll think maybe, hey, there's, uh, there's something going on. Maybe these people heard that there's uh, hunger coming up. Uh, they're buying extra food, so they drive up the prices. So we don't we don't ever start it on a Thursday. Do it on a Monday so people will uh, know by Thursday, oh, there's a fast day. Ela shalosh ta'aniyot arishonot, always sheni, then v'chamishi, then v'sheni. That is Monday, Thursday, Monday. So then, what's Rav Huna coming to add? We learned that in the Mishnah already, so the Gemara explains. Maudetema, I would have thought, Hanemi, that Mishnah is talking about on the Sibur, about Yahid, 
Look, maybe you don't, you don't have to start on a Monday. Maybe you could also start on a Thursday. Kamash Malan Ravuna says you always start on a Monday no matter what. When the single people start fasting, you never start on Thursday. You don't fast on Rosh Chodesh. Or the Yamim Tovim that was written Megillah Ta'anit. Megillah Ta'anit was a Megillah because it didn't have anything else to write on. Uh, it said all the Yamim Tovim, the, the dates that good things happened to Bnei Israel, and therefore we don't eulogize, we don't fast on those days. So again, we don't. Uh, the, if Monday, Thursday, and Monday have a fast, it falls out on those days, you don't uh, fast. A person should say, I'm a student, and therefore, I'm not a Yahid, and I don't have to fast. All Tamidah Hachamim are considered a Yahid, and they have to fast, or they should fast. So, what's a Yahid? What's a Tamid? Yahid is a Tamid Hacham who should get a job overseeing something in the Tzibur. Talmid is called Talmid is somebody asking whatever he's learning, he's holding. Uh, even if it's something easy like Masechet Kala, something that's not so hard, uh, even that he knows, great. He's considered a Talmid. Tanrabanan. Not every person who wants to make himself a Tamid Hacham or a Talmid can make himself a Tamid Hacham or a Talmid. Meaning, just because you feel like you're a rabbi doesn't mean you're actually a rabbi. Opposite, it looks bad. It looks like you're a Baal Ga'ava. You're hardy. Rabbi Yossi Omer, when it comes to the Taniyot, you could make yourself a Yahid Talmid. Go ahead, fast privately, and you, you will think of you for good. It's not a gava, it's a, it's a tzar, it's a pain for him. So if a guy wants to afflict himself, go ahead, We're not, uh, it's a good thing. We have another writer. Not everyone wants to be a Tamil Hacham and Yahid, go ahead and do it. And Rabban Shimon Gamdeel Omer, what are we talking about? When it comes to things that are uh, make him feel better, or like uh, something, things that are praiseworthy, things that can give him a gaava, okay, something that's Full of pain, fasting, for example. You could he could fast if he wants, and we'll praise him. It's uh, not a praiseworthy thing. It's uh, just a pain for him to fast. A person was fasting on a certain trouble, and it stopped. On a sick person, and he became and he became better. He healed, or there's a girsa omet, or he died, and now you don't have to finish. You finish the fast because you accept it upon yourself. If you're going from a place that doesn't fast, and you're going to a city that I guess there's fasting going on for whatever reason, you fast with them. If you're going from a place that is fasting to a place that's not fasting, you fast that fast and you finish it off. Meaning you're always going to get the strict opinion. You're always going to have to fast. If a person by mistake ate or drank during a fast, 
Ali He shouldn't look like a hatan between avelim, and people will be jealous. Oh, he looks good. He ate today. He shouldn't uh, eat a lot. Yaakov told the children, "Why should you be seen? What really happened there?" Don't look as if you have food. You're satiated. They don't have anything. You don't want them jealous. So if a person had to eat, or if a person ate by mistake, don't look as if you're satiated in front of everyone who's fasting. Now, once we're on that subject, don't get upset on the way. Don't talk on the way. Because maybe you'll get upset, and then all of a sudden you'll get lost. Is that true? That's what Yosef meant. If there's two walking on the way, no they should be burnt. Because it says by Elisha and Eliyahu when they were together, the chariot of fire walked and uh, went in between them. Ta'ama, what was the reason that they were saved from the fire? De'ika dibur, because there was divre Torah. Haleka dibur, if there wasn't divre Torah, ro'in li'saref, Eliyahu and Elisha should have been burned. So how could Yosef tell us about this, don't learn Torah on the way? So the says, la kashya. No, not a contradiction. If it's just a talk, the Torah, things that are quick, uh, just main halachot, okay, then that's okay, that's not a problem, no one's going to get upset, no one's going to get lost. But when you're coming into a deep halakha, which you need ayun, that Yosef was scared, then they were going to get lost. In the Mishnah, we learned that Yosef told his brothers, what does gasa. Don't take big steps more than ama, because that takes away from your eyesight. Go into a city while the sun is still up. Meaning, don't walk at night. Al tafsiru pesiagasa. The amamor pesiagasa notel tehad mehamesh meot mimora inav shaladam. A big step it takes away one five hundredths of the light in a person's eyes. Ve'achnisu hamal ha'ir. Bring the sun with you into the city. Kedav yudah marav. The amav yudah marav. The olam yitzay adam bechitov. Ve'ikanes bechitov. A person should always go bechitov while meaning while the sun is still out. And he should go into the city while the sun is still out. Bechitov, there's still light. Shneimar haboker or then vehanashim shulehu. Then they were sent on while still light. And Amar v'yuda Amar b'chiyah malech b'derek al yochayotem mishne re'avon. A person who's walk is traveling shouldn't eat more than what he would need during a famine year. My tama, what's the reason? Ha chatagimun babel. They said mishum ma'yana because your intestines will hurt. They said, You could have leftover food. You never know what's going to happen. Uh, you, you might need more food, and therefore don't eat too much. My benai, what's the difference between B'nai Babel's reason and B'nai Yitzel's reason? The difference is, A person sitting on a boat, according to B'nai Babel, you're not walking, so there's nothing wrong with your intestines. According to B'nai Yitzel, you always have to worry that you'll have leftover food. Inami. Or the ka'azil me'avna le'avna. You're going from one hotel to the other. You could always buy food. So according to Bene Eretz Yisrael, you don't have to worry. According to Bene Babel, you have to worry about your stomach. Rav Papa, he was very fat. He would call pasa u pasa. Every pasa he would walk. Achil hadar. If he would eat a bread, kasava mishumana. 
because he held it was because of the, the intestinal pain. And since he was fat, he wasn't worried about intestinal pains. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem Le'olam. Amen. Ve'amen.